Joe presents Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane, together with ASOS. Welcome to Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane, brought to you by Joe, together with our friends at ASOS. Um, we've got a brilliant panel today, but just in case you're tuning in for the first time ever, let me just remind you the purpose of Boys Don't Cry is simple. Why it's not been done before is an absolute mystery. I get two blokes together and force them to discuss the things that women wish men would talk about. We've all heard so many times, oh, why don't men talk about X? Those X's are talked about. We've talked about X's. We've talked about porn. We've talked about masturbation, that's for sure. We've talked about weight, height, relationships, monogamy, violence, alpha males, you name it. We've talked about it in an open, honest, quite safe way, mixed with spiteful mockery now and again from me. <laughs> um, and we don't just do it with blokes, though. We also make sure we have what I... It's an ironic title, ladies, so put the keyboards down. The Lady Auditor. Purely because we will slip into, well, you know what girls think, and the lady audit can go, excuse me, order, and she can jump in <laughs> and say what she really thinks. Originally, I've got to be honest, I set it up for men, thinking, wouldn't it be great if men could hear other men talking about stuff? But inevitably, guess who loves listening to this? Women. Naughty, filthy, listening-in girls with their ears <laughs> at the keyholes that want to know why men like other girls' pictures on Instagram. Because we like boobies and twinkles. There's no mystery to it. So who's our panel this week? Actor, comic, impressionist, the many voices of Luke Kempner. Hello. Comedian Prince Abdi, who I keep bumping into in dressing rooms and saying you have to come on, and he bloody has, the fool. Thanks for He's about me. to get assaulted hard in the ears. <laughs> and actor and comedian Sharon Gavin. Hello, hi. Welcome, how are you, Sharon? Very good, very happy now, to be here as a token girl. <laughs> now, you were, just, you were just saying something really interesting, which is how comes there's a, a, not a girls don't cry, but there sort of is in everyday life. If I sit down with my female friends long mm. enough, they will go, well, anyway, so let me tell you what's been happening with Darren. Yeah. And it's all out there. Yeah, but maybe you give that vibe that they will tell you everything. But to the bloke that they're going out with, for example, say they've got issues or they've got things that they want to sort of talk about, they might not talk to him, they will talk to their close girlfriends. Right. So women do talk, they do talk a to lot. To each other. Yeah, so, that, so what I'm saying is... Is that a problem with men's listening skills? I don't know. Women's speaking skills? I don't know, but if you had a show about women sort of going what women really talk about, the men would actually eavesdrop. And hear the other side. Do so you think speak. so, though? Because I feel like, no disrespect if you are the hosts of some of those brilliant shows, but I do feel like there are lots of places I can go to hear girls doing real girl talk. Whereas any man stuff, it's either, I'll tell you, I think it's going to win the league, Tottenham, or <laughs> I like yeah. boobies, episode seven, and that's it. There is nothing else. Yeah. And yeah. We're, we're sort of. Just... In between that territory, I think there's a truth. <laughs> and yeah. men are only just in 2019. Finally, yeah. would you agree? Prince Absolutely, Abdi. Prince yeah. Abdi, not a wrestler, a comedian. Prince in the Abdi. House. <laughs> uh, would you agree? I Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, we just like to keep our things to ourselves and not put it out there like like, like ladies do. Like, but why? Go... <sighs> what, what is it we're hiding, man? What's, what's going on? I, I think we have this fear that we don't want people... Well, personally, I have this fear that I don't want people knowing my, you know, how I feel. Judging you, man. Yeah, yeah. So if someone goes, oh, Prince cried the other day. No, I don't want to hear that. I don't want that going around. But you write about how <laughs> you feel I, in I your comedy. Cry. Did you cry the other day? I did, yeah. Loser. What happened? Tottenham. Tottenham will never win today. I told you, Tottenham will not win today. I don't know anything about no, football. Tottenham could have won it for a while. Tottenham missed that penalty. 
So, <laughs> was it something serious or was it art too? Art gets me going. No, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I cried because I lost my brother a few years, uh, three years ago. Mm. And every Sorry now and then, like, I just think about him and I just, whoa. Just and what like, will set it off? Something you're watching or something in everyday life or you're just a quiet moment? Yeah, I was just on my own. And then I just thought of him and I was like, mm. oh my God, like, I just can't believe he's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. And this has mm-hmm. been almost three years. Yeah. And I just, I just started crying. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> we, we have spoken about grief on this podcast because I do think men and women have different ways of, pro- mm. of processing grief. Culturally, there's a difference as well. I don't know what your cultural background is. Yeah, mine is taboo to cry and mm. mine is like, you're you, you going to be a man. Well, so as soon as you're born. You, so mm. your parents from another Yeah, they're country. from uh, Somalia. Right. So, because yeah. so it's interesting because when we've had guests on, uh, um, I don't I don't know their parents might be from Mediterranean, for example. We won't guess he comes from a more wailing where men, like a lot of the Middle Eastern cultures, men are more likely to wail and, and cry. And it's, it's yeah. sort of a, si- a sign of respect for someone that's lost. So it's interesting that in Somali oh, culture, it's, it's I mean, not I'm done. saying this for the first time. So if, like, if my dad saw me cry, <laughs> it won't be a good sight. He, he just will be happy with me. He's so like, it's just mean? a total no no for Somali yeah. male culture. Yeah, we just we have to keep stuff to ourselves. Well, even we? in grief, even in something as. Yeah, you got to keep it. Yeah, I was. I think when I went to the funeral, I probably was the only one crying. But so your I, old I, man I, was I had still to walk away. That's very British. Mm. That's it's almost like a British cultural thing you're describing yeah, there. You got to keep it. You know, you know be a man. Yeah, I didn't realize mm-hmm. the stiff upper lip virus <laughs> had spread that far to, <laughs> into like, East gone, Africa. Bro, just, you know, man up. Oh my God, but yeah, I remember tough. just like walking away, like and just bursting into tears and mm-hmm. they cried. But then, yeah, it's just um, it doesn't happen that often. But every now and then, it would just come in, and I'm just like. I mean, I think it's probably a balance. I think sometimes women do overcry, and you can be sort of over yeah. emotional. You've got to sort yourself out. Well, yeah. The main course is going to be here in a minute. Yeah. You're embarrassing the whole restaurant. <laughs> or, or you're, you're sort of you're called hysterical. Do you know what I mean? Like if you get a bit well, that's emotional. That's a stereotype that's thrown around. Yeah, isn't it? which is bad. But my ex used to, you know, throw that at me whenever I got upset. Is that you're hysterical and you need to kind of like, well, I'm actually upset, you know. Mm. Um, but I do sometimes think that that women can be over emotional, and obviously men are the other way. No, sometimes um, it could be. The the opposite sometimes women can be the you know the, the tough tough ones prop, and the man could like i remember i was seeing this girl and i remember after i think it was about eight months i told her i love her and she went i don't you are bringing yeah. the heavy ammo i told you a booking him was and a good was, idea and she was like man up Bombs dropped. <laughs> No. Poor old Luke. What the hell's going to come out of Luke's mouth? What would Donald Trump think? Yeah, well, let's hear what Jacob Rees-Mogg would say about that. I was thinking, you know, like so my wife lost her, her father like to a, like, a, a sudden heart attack. And, um, and she's incredibly tough. Like my wife, obviously at the time, you know, she was there was a lot of grief around. But even now, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I think, I think you need to open up more. Because yeah. I think she, and she's a twin. Well, so like her sister is a lot more... Um, has been a lot more sort of open with her grief than my wife has. And my wife's not sort of like anyone like, oh, I do think I need to talk about it. But I do think, I think getting it out is a good thing. Mm. Do you think the cultural aspect is important there as well? And I know that no one on the panel is Scottish, so, and she should speak for herself, but I happen to know she's a Scot. Mm. And I think there's quite a tough women oh, yeah. culture in Scottish culture. Yeah, like it's almost like yeah. what you described of men. Mm. The average Scottish woman has got that kind of. Oh, exactly. It's not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking cry. I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. You know, and, that, that, and that is it. You know. And 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 it is. T- even at the time, I remember just sort of thinking like, 
how is she going to deal with this? Because I know this <laughs> this strong woman that looks after me. Yeah. Um, but she, you know, but yeah. So, but she's she's amazingly strong with it. But then sometimes I think it's good to, you know, have, open I've got, the valve. What is strength? For? I mean, this is listen. We were way off where I wanted to go today already. <laughs> but when I think when we say strength, mm. that's a word that's been taken over by men. It means big, tough, yeah. immovable, solid, concrete. Some mm. of the traits we've just been describing. But sometimes uh, you, it can be stronger. I'm mean, going so wanky now. I've always said I wouldn't do stuff like this on this <laughs> podcast. But it can be stronger to be open. Mm. To like, show your vulnerability is a sign of strength, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but then sometimes people can exploit that. And that's why I think, personally, that's why I'm, I try to be tough and keep everything to myself. But well, who, who's going to exploit it? How, what do you mean? <sighs> what do you mean, like credit scoring? Like, for example, <laughs> I won't put anything on social media that I feel like people might exploit. Right. For example, because, you know, sometimes I do feel like, you know, going out there and saying, oh, I, I cried, you know, I miss my brother. But I feel like if I put that out there, mm. then <laughs> some idiot will say something and then that will fire me up. And, yeah. and I don't yeah, want to get yeah. to that level yeah. where it escalates. Mm. And, yeah. then, and then, you know, he might, he might say something and then I'm like, yeah, how about you? You know, I don't want to go to yeah, that level. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we, we we talked on this podcast before about sort of is opening up about anxiety, is opening up about feelings make you not able to be a strong man? And I suppose that, that is where I would agree. And I don't think strength is just about holding it together. I think if you are that person, that's fine, if that's yeah. how you deal with something. But I think it's also a sign of strength to be open and, and then that'll help, that might help you deal with it yeah, by yeah. being more open. Yeah. Right. Anyway, well, that was supposed to be. Hello and welcome to the show. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 15 minutes burned. Oh, excuse me. Let's move on to something which definitely is funny. Virgins. Um, no, I'm joking. It's not necessarily a, it's not necessarily a funny thing. It's, uh, it's just something I realised that we all spoke about till we were about 18, then stopped talking about it, and I've ne- and never spoke about it again. It dominated my whole mm. mind for the first 18 years of my life. You can tell a lot particularly about a bloke, I think, maybe a, a Sharon will correct us about a girl as well, about how long it took them to lose their virginity, how they <laughs> lost it, and if they were one of the ones like who struggled, like I me, mean, I was one of the last soldiers left. Really? I mean, you know, like in, Dun- in that movie Dunkirk where one, where one guy's just in the plane at the end? <laughs> That was me. My shoot's not going to work. It will. <laughs> Geronimo. It's actually a brand of condom, Blink. Um, no, but I, I think... I, this is my little theory, mm. Sharon Gavers. Yeah, go on. Uh, Gavers gone. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, the nerdy ones that were left on the shelf turn out to be the better blokes in the long run. Why? And That's the, play- the, the players who were plunging age 15 and banging everything that moved probably turn out to be the bastards. Discuss. Uh, oh. Because I had to wait a little bit longer for it, work harder for it, had to learn to respect what women wanted and needed. I wasn't blessed with height, looks, nothing. I had to engage the brain. Therefore, if a man loses his virginity at, at 19, 20 and likes Dungeons and Dragons, he's probably a legend. <laughs> this is all based on you. It's based yeah. on me, yeah. yeah. Basically, I'm a legend. Yeah. No, no, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you did You did sort of get the players that did sort of turn out to sort of be the bad boys, you know. I don't know what they are like in later life because I sort of avoided Plasterers. them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my Tyler. dad's a plasterer. Exactly. Um, what a legend. And shags <laughs> like the clappers from that. <laughs> he's Irish. Um... But, yeah, I don't know. I think you're probably right. I think those that were kind of, you know, getting it on at sort of 13, 14 and were shagging around weren't the best. <clears throat> there wasn't the boyfriend that you wanted to go for. I mean, it's actually quite... Well, it's sort of quite sad, really, but 
I, I was brought up as an Irish Catholic, you know, so it was really sort of like oh, my... Condolences, pre- sorry. Yeah, this no, is my, a place to share pain. So. Yeah, my mum was literally, <laughs> when she talked to me about sort of having sex, it was like, when you're married and yeah. the penis goes into the vagina, <laughs> the penis sex. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, oh, my God, this is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I did lose my virginity, I was 17, but I, my Good boyfriend age. was a bit older, but only about three or four oh. years, but I was embarrassed, so I pretended oh. that I hadn't. How, was he actually in charge of a church by that point? Still <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I sort of, I sort of pretended. So how, I don't... when we're saying older, what we, what we? He, I was seventeen, eighteen. Like, he was like twenty. All oh, right, that's fair. That's Twenty-one, maybe. That's fair play. But I was embarrassed. So... I was a virgin, which is really bad, and it... said that I wasn't. I think it was quite apparent when we did sleep together that I, I was. Yeah. But this, this is something we always find interesting because there's a stereotype about girls, oh, no, I just need to be main chaste because I don't want to be judged, and men, I just want to get laid. But from what I can remember, and even more so now, there is a race to lose your V on both sides. Yeah, there is, on both, yeah. An you don't absolute... want it to be too long for a woman either. No. Uh, I remember when I was, I was 13 or 14 and um, the, the few mates of mine were like, um, I think it was a, actually the girl, she came up to me in front of all my friends and all of her friends, and she went... Um, are you a virgin? And I said, yes. I was, you know, quite proud. And they all just laughed at me. It was, How old are you? 14? No, I, was, I was 14 at the time. I was, I mean, thir- I was sad, 13, 14. Oh, and so, they laughed like at me. Action men were still out and, and arranged in battle And position. they laughed at me and I just thought, what? And I was I was in shock that they, were, they all lost their virginity. But they probably were all virgins yeah. as well. It's all front, isn't it? Yeah. And... See, it was different at my school because see, I lost my virginity at 15. And oh, I was one of the last. It's a mid-range, it's a mid-range. I was one of the last, though. Like, you were the last? Yeah, Jesus, like, where I was, did you go? I, I remember, you like... Catholic as well? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was just desperate to be. But, like, just a really good singer. You made that choir. But it was... I remember, yeah, being one of the last. But my, it was funny because you, you're saying the sort of like the people that were shagging at 15 ended up being the bastards. Well, it's just I'm throwing provocative theories out there no, to no, be no, shot. No, down. You've got a pop. No, no <laughs> but I, but I think I, I think it was actually it's more sort of what's happening around at your school, mm. like where like it was like you know I think if there were people who were waiting till they were 17, 18, I didn't know them, like because every one of my mates and the girls as well, they were all shagging each other. at... At secondary school, yeah, mm. me, me as well. Like some of the some of the girls got pregnant, and what whilst they were in school. Oh and, really? Yeah, and we got like, I mean, I'm don't live in the area anymore, but when sometimes I go back, see old friends of mine, and there's grandmothers that are like 35. Oof. Seriously, it's, it's insane. Like, That's confusing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma, grandma. 35? I've been on that Instagram Ooh. page. Hot, hot grandmas. It's <laughs> underscore before grandmas. Granny <laughs> <laughs> <Rowdy> panic. <laughs> So you were 15, yeah, so, yeah. That, well, let's, come on, we're all, dancing, we're all dancing around the subjects here. There's two ways to lose, in, in my experience, uh, for listening to people, there's two ways to lose your virginity. With the first person you fall in love with, what I've called in a previous episode, Ebola love. Ebola love is that, <laughs> wow. when, you know, when you fall in love so hard, you're like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to die from it if they go away for the weekend. I can't breathe, I've got a fever. That, I had to wait until I was in love, fully, fully committedly in love with someone. I was 17, nearly going on 18. We both loved each other. That's the way I lost it. And then there is the under a bridge with a bottle of 2020 method. Luke. Uh, well, no, I was, <laughs> as I put my bottle of 2020 down, it was uh, no. Mine was very much the first way. Like, oh, like, was, yeah, yeah. But she was she was a couple of years older than me, so there might be a documentary coming out about her. But <laughs> no she was like 17, I was 15. But oh, it was oh, it wasn't like yeah. bumping. We're not talking well, bumping no, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I um, was yeah completely like gut wrenchingly in love with this girl, and everything about it was kind of perfect. You know, it was mm. it was on the night of comic relief, um, so we just donated some money. <laughs> 
and, uh, you put your red nose on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Novelty glasses. And, uh, but it was it was just really because she wasn't a virgin, but I was, and it was yeah. It's That's every nice though, isn't was, it? Yeah, to be, it to be really... able to teach as a guy. Yeah. Like when you're both virgins. Yes. Yeah. Although saying that though, when you're 15 and she's going, oh, I remember what it was like my first time. You know, oh, I don't want to hear about that. And, but it was. But it, I, I, I have to say, my experience was amazing. It was. Yeah, it was, mine was, it was really. It was really special. So you don't hear that. That's weird. That half the panel had an amazing, loving, consensual, positive first experience. It tends to be the rare. I I'm guessing you're going to dissent. No, I actually lied when I met the girl. I told her I've slept with so many girls because you know if I told her I was a virgin, I thought she was never going to like me. Yeah, that's what so I said. I, I slept with loads that, of girls. But is loads. that true? Shout just before we hear Prince's story. Do when a girl was 18, is she, is she more likely to not want to be with a guy? that doesn't have experience? Because you, you think of the stereotype the other way round. Not for me, personally. I definitely would rather be with a woman that knows her shit. <laughs> but you hear the stereotype that a man doesn't want a woman that's too experienced. That's well, exactly. the sexist stereotype. Yeah, that is. But to, are girls the other way around, like... Well, I, I wouldn't... I didn't want him... I did ask him. We had, I don't know whether... You obviously don't do it now, but when you were younger, you always asked how many people you'd slept with. Oh, yeah, I've You know... Um, I just round it up to the tens now. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've lost count <laughs> now, so you don't go there. I have carbon date my scrotum. <laughs> but you used to always ask that question. And uh, and I did ask him, and I think he'd sort of said around ten or whatever. Whoa. Which I thought was quite, quite a lot. Yeah. For, like, sort of a 21-year-old. Yeah, that's depressing. But I didn't want, I mean, to, that's, I didn't that's want that's him to be a virgin, though. No. Because I did want one of us to know what they were Doing. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I, just just thinking about it now on my first experience, because I told him, God, I hope my mum never watches this, which she, which she won't. But um, when I when we first sort of went to sort of do it, because I'd said that I'd already you know had sex. When so we you got fibbed the condom, as well. You pretended. I lied. No, yeah. No, really. I got. He said. He said. Put the condom on. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. I've you had it halfway over your head. <laughs> you like, I, I took the whole thing. <laughs> I took the whole thing out, literally. <laughs> I swear to God, I took the whole thing out and then tried to put it on like a sock. And then on his, not on his foot, obviously. He was like, "What? You, he laughed and what are you doing?" And then I got, oh, I was mortified. Oh, I was yeah. absolutely mortified. I was just like, "Well, you do it, you do it," you know. But it was just sort of sad. I actually told because we actually went, went out for a few years, and I told him about eighteen months later that actually I was a virgin. He was just like gutted mm. that I hadn't told him at the mm. time, you know. So, sorry, I cut you off mid-flow. So you've told this, you've done the similar thing, told yeah, to go told, your experience. Yeah, because, How um, old are you at this point? I was 19. 19, it's good, that's yeah. solid, that's solid. It's just in under, when he still I, ends in a teen, it's I've just I've never before. been so scared in my life. I was really? petrified, yeah. I was so scared. Lights, is it a because I loving, the, was it loving related? You, yeah, I was just, I loved her so much. That's the, that's the one I said. This is very unusual to have four people with this experience. <laughs> Most, uh, under a bridge is more common, but yeah, carry on. No, it, I was, um, so she, you know, she, she always liked, you know, bad boys. And I, I wasn't a bad boy, but I tried to pretend I was bad boy, you know? Yeah. I got a haircut, I got the Nike tick, got some, oh, I got yes. some jewellery from... Although um, Nike tick indicating swiftness, not yeah. what you want to be saying during, <laughs> like, you know... Those days, just, that, that just, 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 <laughs> You don't want to do sex and then do the Usain Bolt symbol. Make a record this, time! I get all these chains and all these rings, and I, right, that wasn't so you, me at all. You are playing a part. But I used to play a part right. where, where I thought, yeah, you know, and I used to speak a certain way that she liked, you know? Mm. I used to go, yeah, 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 what you say? What you Scouse, she likes Scousers. <laughs> 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 like a scout south London. <laughs> so yeah, when did on. you stop? Yeah, when did you stop this persona? Um, when did you think actually this isn't me? I think it took me about two years with her, and then really, yeah. Then I said, but, look, this is not me. 
Was the first experience okay though, or was it sort of muddling, or was it busy? Because my mind was sort it of was, it was a bit muddly, but it's saying you oh, we have to judge deeply. So it was fantastic. I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember. I didn't know what that was just shaking. I was so nervous. Like it was like, oh my god, that could probably, women, this is a could woman. Yeah. And um yeah, it was it was quick. Genuinely, yeah, very quick. Very <laughs> quick. It was like that was it. Exactly. And she was you like, did, were you like that after? <laughs> she was like, what was that? <laughs> I don't think I came the first time. Really? It's a show. Usual, what a it? show off. <laughs> no, but I just don't think I sort of. I was. I don't think I did. I don't think I sort of yeah. knew that that was where it ended. You just sort were of like, thing. "Have you had enough?" Or yeah. shall I carry on? <laughs> or shall I donate some more? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, there's so much a woman can take. <laughs> but then, while back in the room, I'm sorry, it's on your leg. <laughs> no, but then I, I remember telling her, "Oh my god, oh my god, um, my parents are going to kill me." I have to marry you now. She's like, what? Oh, that's quite sweet. I was like, I have to marry you because I'm not supposed to have sex. I'm supposed to get married. That's what I was going to finish university and get married. And you were crying as well. You were shaking your dad on two levels, crying and not married to her. And she was like, she was like, did you come inside me? I was like, I don't know what that means. Oh, man. Because I felt this thing. I was like, oh, what is that? It's the first time the sperm came out. Yeah. That's a lie. I used to masturbate before that. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah. Surely that wasn't the <laughs> first yeah. time. Yeah. That I'm so thing. scared. Like, only just... that was the first. My forearms were like Popeyes by the time <laughs> I lost my face. I'm so scared. Like first time, was the scariest thing. It's good to to admit that. I see. I think because we'd gone on a few. I didn't know what to do. A few though. weeks. Well, this is the other thing I wanted to say. It's a slight generational thing going on. In that, if you had access to pornography before you lost your virginity, although it can give you a warped, skewed, and uh, perception of sex, and some of it, a lot of it's misogynistic, most of it is, you do at least know the mechanical aspects mm. of what you're supposed to do. Mm. I had magazines. Those yeah, so I, I was, I was lucky or unlucky. You might phrase it. I was pre, pre-internet in my house. You know what I mean? It's like we weren't, we weren't going to be able to afford internet. But there were access to vid. There were videos going round, and I approached it like I've approached everything: stand up, A levels, with a scientific. I'm going to know the name of each bit, what each bit does. The Heinz manual of the Panani <laughs> has been fully read, and I was armed. That's all you can do mm, yeah. if, you, if you're a teenage nerd like I was. All I could do is arm myself with information. Mm. So when I first looked under the hood at the kit, as it were, mm. I, I knew. <laughs> I, I, right. felt, I felt. I felt. Start. <laughs> I, well, I did. I, I knew what I was doing, mm. and it's, people never talk about the positive aspects of porn because there's so many negatives. Mm. But there is no bloody sex education, so you're going into that virginity it. encounter not knowing anything about mm. sex, courtesy of school. So, what information did you have the first time you engaged the enemy, as it were? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think actually, like, now, now the I've, battlefield. <laughs> it's one of those things I've never really thought about it, but now I do think about it. I think being with someone who was older than me and had had a previous partner actually. Was probably was was amazing mm. because even with things like foreplay and stuff like that, she taught me everything about what was going to happen. And it's sort right. of like, and she was, and she was really sort of nice about it, and not sort of like, do you not know what you're doing? Because I was very sort of like, I'm very much a virgin. So then, actually, and, and everything sort of, you know, as the as it went, you know, went on over over a couple of nights, I sort of would Bloody learn. He held the stamina on the man. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah, then did I permit myself my first ejaculation. Fucking <laughs> 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 tantric. <Yeah>. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, and... Uh, in lotus position on day <laughs> You may touch the bell end, yeah. Where did that beard come from, Luke? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm very Shit. lucky, I suppose, yeah. 
Oh man. So what let's let's talk a little bit about sex education then. You got a Catholic background. Mm. I come from like working class background. I got a, what I call a drop and run, where my mum at eight, when I was age about thirteen, book about sex drops in the room, she mm. runs out the other side. That was it. Nothing from school, nothing, no oh, talk, mate. no nothing. Drop, pff, run. My dad literally said to me uh, in his van, he said, keep it in your pants, Luke. And that was it. <laughs> that was that was the sex chat when I was about 13. And anything I'm, from your mum? No. No. And I remember going out with a girl, this was before I lost my virginity, and she was like, oh, I'm going to give you a blowjob. And I was sort of, and she texted me, and I was like, oh, right, OK. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like so I was text telling my mates, it's going to happen this weekend, because I'd, I'd met this girl in Butlins. <laughs> and then we the were going to... The just getting classier yeah, yeah, yeah. by the And then the we were going to... She was from Milton Keynes, so then we were going to... We, she was going to come and stay at mine for a couple of days, and she said, oh, I'm going to give you a blowjob. And so like, I told all my mates... But She'd I, need I the went, two days to finish this, my job. <laughs> I was waiting as she came in, but oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I, did it happen? No. What? Because I, it, it didn't happen because I think she was on her period and didn't want to tell me, and oh. so it's sort of anyway, the stuff didn't happen. But, the, but talking about parents, I remember thinking, what I'll do is I'll talk to my older sister because oh, she was like three years old, and I was like, oh, this girl's gonna come and give me a blowjob, and she was like, well, I don't want to talk about that, and then brought it up at the dinner table. Wait, you knocked on your sister's door. Excuse me, I'm about to get sucked off, but she's got a period. Can I talk to you for a second? That's the kind of story yeah, yeah. I always dreamed of hearing. <laughs> there are sites where I have that story, but I, and I, like before she, the girl had come round, but then my, my sister brought it up like two days later at the dinner table, oh, and I was no. even really embarrassed, oh. and my parents didn't want to talk about it at all. She and then, didn't talk, bring it up in front of your parents. Yeah, my sister did. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What, so what happened? Everyone just went quiet. Yeah, or? everyone went quiet and sort of laughed at me about it, and then and then I didn't really <laughs> want to talk bastard. about it. I, so I didn't. I, I, and then it was sort of education was just from mates asking mates that had been it, through stuff. Porn videos here say we need to fix the sex education system in this country. Now, do you have do you have a religious background at all, Prince yeah, Abdi? Yeah, Muslim. Yeah. So, is there a sex talk for Muslim boys? Not really. I'm from well, I mean, Muslim in your house? different sectors, so um, different culture. Sometimes, no, it was a bit taboo to talk about sex. So you had nothing at all. No, I remember my dad just telling me, just don't bring a boy home. <laughs> he goes, just don't don't bring me a boy. And he goes, so, but, uh, but, don't be gay. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But he goes, but just wait till you know you finish your education and then. But, you know, so, so there was just an assumption that you would know what bits go where because it's just information no, I, doesn't come across no, by osmosis. There's not that yeah. many holes. I mean, yeah, but some people you don't. It's not just like a case of that, but you got don't know how everything. If I hadn't taken the time to watch pornography, I would not have had a clue what I was... Obviously, the basic mechanics we sort of mm. know. I wouldn't have had a clue what I was doing, how I was supposed to do it, what bits were supposed to get twiddled here and there and everywhere. Mm. And so I'm just in, I didn't yeah. know if, if, in your cultural background, maybe there no, was a kind of like, right talk round the I table to, moment. I used to bring boys home all the time. But they were my mates, like, from yeah. football. Mm. And my dad always used to, like... <laughs> he used to just come and just look at us, like... And he goes, don't get too close to each other. A bit of a phobic... My dad was very like right wing <laughs> alpha male, and I'm he's a bodybuilder, steroid user, really like powerful man, rugby player, and I'm like copying dances off the TV. <laughs> Still having my best friend stay in my room when I'm 15. Me and Mark, we're going to pretend we're doing time travel. Like, what the fuck does that mean, boy? <laughs> Back to the Greeks? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had all of that. Yeah, no, I, I remember just coming from football. Me and my mate, we've got our shorts on, and we're just sitting down watching football. That's what we did, just love football. And then another mate of us will come over, and we'd be watching football. My dad always used to come and just have a look, and we used to be like, all right, um, 
any girls anytime soon? Mm. <laughs> you like say mm. to my mates, not me. So it would have like, been tough if you it, were gay then, wouldn't it? Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, uh, giving I, you I'd the, have to move yeah. <laughs> to another country. He's giving you the end destination without the information about how to get there. This is classic yeah, 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 dad yeah. Just, talk. He never taught me anything. I didn't even know there was gays or anything like that. I need to. Some uh, of my friends are gays now that I went to school with and mm. I didn't know that they were gay then. Yeah. Mm. No idea. Mm. They're all the in the football team he's hanging out with. One of them actually. We are going to come to you in a moment, Shag, because I want to find out about your your history with uh, getting the information. But first of all, we've just got to take a short break. We'll be back in a moment with more Boys Don't Cry. But here's Alex Payne with something else from Joe. Thank you very much indeed. It's just a moment or two for us to duck in and tell you about the House of Rugby. We're having a lot of fun. What are we trying to do with the show? Why should people be watching and listening? <laughs> we are basically trying to mix everything up. It's, this is going into another show so that people come and watch us. Oh, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, Say hello to nice people. Right. Well, we should basically watch House of Rugby because it's unbelievable humour. We don't talk about any rugby. Uh, and we give you the inside track from people who are still actually involved in rugby, not old 60 year olds who don't know anything. Download us via YouTube. You can. No, you can watch. You as you can tell, we're a very professional outfit. You can watch <laughs> us via YouTube and download us via iTunes. I hope you'll join us at some point. It's a lot of fun, really. Thank you, Alex. Now, this is the point where I have to pay for this show by talking about the sponsor. Easily done. Boom. This is from ASOS. These are from ASOS. Trainers are from ASOS. Everything I sit in is from frigging ASOS. No need to pretend I use the product. If it weren't for ASOS, I'd be naked and shivering in, in the street. <laughs> uh, so thank you for sponsoring our show, ASOS. You too can express yourself however you want with clothing that will give you the confidence to push the boot out a bit, but not too far. Try something new. You don't have to look like me, and if you do look like me, there is a fact sheet and counselling available to help you with that. <laughs> it's created by ASOS, styled by you, ASOS Design. Check out the latest pieces on ASOS.com com forward slash men or just look at me when I'm on stage because I will be wearing ASOS stuff. Discount code please ASOS would be appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've been talking about virginity when you lose your V plates, whatever you want to phrase it. We've had annoyingly quite nice stories of love uh, and, <laughs> and uh, tender experiences, but we're trying to work out how much information people had when they first came, pardon the pun, to that sexual equivalent, or not, is in Luke's case, to that first sexual experience. Mm. So, Sharon, Catholic, mm. I'm guessing the nuns didn't... Uh, if you no. see those two goats out there, <laughs> what they're doing right now, the filth of the devil inside each other. Was it like... Good Irish. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I literally, as I said, I got nothing apart from... I knew. I, I'm, I'm one of four, so I'm the youngest. So, obviously, I kind That's of... It's quite a small family, isn't it, for Catholics normally? Well, I'm second generation, right. so my mum was, like, one of 12. My dad was sort of one... That's of, more like it. That's the numbers know, I'm looking for. Exactly. Um, so, but... <clears throat> We back, you know, my generation four was sort of quite big, really. Yeah. Um, and I was the youngest, so I obviously kind of picked up loads from my sister and my brothers. We all kind, I kind of knew what it was. Obviously, there was a little bit at school, but I think it was just a one biology lesson, wasn't it? Of just sort of some diagrams. It's totally removed. Yeah, from, from the reality. I know. Of, I had such yeah. We have had a glass of wine. I've got this girl's pants down. Everything's going on. I did nothing. <laughs> I received at school helped me with that moment. No, I never no. And it bloody well should, in, in my well, opinion. So do you think that it's a, with sex education at school, they should show you the art of lovemaking? I think relationships, boundaries, yeah. consent yeah, and sex is slightly yeah. different from a sperm and an egg creator yeah, baby. Absolutely. And they, but they shouldn't be separated. They should be part of the same. It should, obviously shouldn't be porn. It should be like, I'll be honest, lads, I've got a bit of a sore throat, so we're going to watch uh, Bangers and Muffs 4. <laughs> By the end of it, all your questions should be answered. I'm not, I'm not saying that. No. 
And you're not going to get a school teacher sort of sitting there going, well, you know, you need mm. to stimulate the clitoris, guys. But, yeah, but why? Yeah, I think, but I think do you think, I, think, I just don't think kids were going to take that from school But teacher. I think at least a teacher, you need a, a charismatic teacher that can not be a lot more... Not too charismatic. Not too far. Easy but, now, Mr Kempner. Yeah. <laughs> but I think just, <laughs> sort of, just someone who's a bit more open, because all yeah. us lads were found it hilarious. Everything about sex education yeah, was funny. Yeah. There's a cartoon willy and it was hilarious. But, like, instead <laughs> of... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think like, and it was like, ask this, ask this. Like, it was never, it was never just like, <laughs> oh guys, this is what I it is. I forgot ask this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten that thing. Yeah. Do you get pregnant for a blowjob? You know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> just like, that's what lessons were. You know? I remember my teacher one time, he brought a big poster of just a naked lady. And um, he was just <laughs> that would have gone missing after about twenty minutes. <laughs> I just kept going from like, his house. It's, it's like it's like we never see, like we didn't know what they were. So he was, he was from Nigeria. And he kept going. This is Titi. This is the vagina. And behind the vagina is the ass. So you have, you have two holes. He would just say it like oh, play, oh, to go, oh, That's the kind of education Wow, it's better than what I got. We used to giggle so much. That's my ringtone sorted. This is that. That is the best thing I've heard all week. Right, so we found out where we got all our information, but I thought that naturally leads on to something I've touched on a few other episodes, and we spoke about is that experience of first love. It's not pleasant, is it? That first. Oh, it hurts. It, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, remember positive stuff about it. The only positive stuff is what I learned from it afterwards. Yeah, the mm. actual feeling of it, once you've taken that first step, V plates in the bin, oh my God. it is. Pain. It's pure pain. pain. Yeah. And I went through it a couple of times of absolute. That gut wrenching yeah, oh, pain that you but then, and it's funny actually because we we gigged together in Dorking last week and um yeah, and that was, on the road boy yeah <laughs> in Dorking <laughs> and, and, but that was the first time I I've sort of been back to Dorking since anything oh, remotely yeah, well, well, that is where you lost my virginity that's where his V plates got burned yeah oh, we were very near the actual house we, we could both went to the site and looked at that <laughs> <laughs> we, got a we stood in the garden until we got arrested we stood yeah, in the garden yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> It was two in the morning, but, but like I and I remember like any time I'd, I'd hear the word dorking, it was like everything related to that. Yeah. Dorking, oh, <laughs> but it used to just bring up all this emotion and just like that is the worst anything about tr- trigger word I've ever heard. <laughs> It used to be. Even Every when you said, do you want to support me in Dorking? I was like, I don't know if I can, Russ. <laughs> if whenever I hear Paris, it makes me think of love, mate. Right, I'm like that with Dorking. If ever I hear it. Oh, mate. Oh. Oh, yeah. You must be whenever you hear the word, Titi of Vagina. <laughs> this is the Vagina. <laughs> Oh. So, so what? Well, how did it spin? Well, it pan just out it, for you this first actually, we were only together for like six months. But at the time, I was like, "Well, this is because it's been the longest relationship past two weeks, and I lost my virginity to her, and everything about it was just like." And 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 I remember at the time just thinking, "I will never get over this pain. I'll never ever survive did you think this." You were going to die. Well, I actually thought. I was going to die. I didn't think I'd ever sleep I thought again. I, would, I thought I was, I, my mum picked me up you, off the kitchen you floor. Broke up. Yeah, so oh, I was six, yeah, yeah. we got together when you were seventeen. We were together three years with this girl. Lost virginity together. Totally. It's, it's, did you think it's going to be for life? Everyone's saying that you're only seventeen, but that you're like, don't patronise me. This is fucking forever. Yeah, 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 Read yeah, Romeo yeah. and Juliet, bitches. This is how, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, how yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah. They were younger than me. This is forever, and it wasn't forever. And she split up with me, and I didn't realise that as an adult. You could cry like when you were 
seven years old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, not, I didn't know. I didn't know an adult could cry like that. So you get to fourteen, fifteen, you're, you're like, you know, I don't, I don't cry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a man now, sort of thing. Playing a similar sort of part to you were playing by the sounds of it, yeah. my version of it. And then I found myself on the kitchen room and the kitchen floor with my mum trying to pick me up. And you're just thinking, I might stay alive for two more days, but then, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going sleeping pills, whatever. Yeah, I can't yeah, live yeah. like you, I mean, it's so dramatic, you are going to die from it. And I think it, but it, can, it, it doesn't go away, actually. You, you can still get heartbroken, you yeah. know. I mean, I wasn't heartbroken over my, my sort of first love. I finished with him. But the pain when I was sort of in my, in my late 20s, it, you know what I felt was the real love of my life. You mm. know, I came home one day but and he was just like, "I don't, I don't want to be." Was with that you. your real first love, though? Do you think, maybe? No, because I did love my first boyfriend. I was with him for four years, so I did really love him. But I, I outgrew him, so I went for a sort of, you know, he was real sort of, I guess, a bit of a bad boy, a bit older than me, used to pick me up from A levels. He was very working class. Yeah. I thought he was cool. Help with the homework. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I went to sort of drama school, and I, we really grew apart. And I was yeah. like, you know, but the second one that I had, which was another the love of, of mine, you know, I was in my late 20s and I remember doing an Edinburgh Festival and I came back. And I think looking back, I probably was quite self-obsessed with myself and just doing shows and he was just very steady in my life, just a rock. And I came back and he was just like, I remember one day he was just like really pale and wasn't really speaking and I was like, you know, what, what's the matter? I had absolutely no idea. Mm. And he was just like, I just don't think we're right for each other. I just don't think I'm in love <laughs> with blue. you. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. It was like as if he might as well have been run over. That's how it felt because it was just completely out of the blue. And even then, in my late 20s, I was sick. What was you your know? downtime? How many how many days in bed? Duvet days, God, kitchen floor? it took a long time. And it, actually, quite similar, my mum came over, I just phoned her up, and I'm not even that that close to my mum, you know, yeah. I'm really close to my sister, but in, in times like that, I actually needed my mum. It was yeah, that bad, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I need my mum. But they you say know? it's like half the amount of the relationship is how long it takes it to get over. It took me a long time. It took me, I was with him for about three and a half years, and it, t- it did take me a good year and a half. Mm. You know, to my, get over um, him. What was your my, first love like then? How, did, oh, how deep did it go? I, I, I was in so much in love with her. Like, I'd do anything for her. And then I remember when, she, when um, she, I was 19, she was 18, and then I helped her get a flat. And when she got a flat, I did the flat up, I did the floors, I did everything, bought a bed. And then um, one day, like, I was just like, wanted to see her. Like, and she was like, oh, I'm busy today, I'm busy. I was like, okay. So then I was driving past her flat and I saw this bloke going in. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is this is something is not right. This is before Amazon Prime. This, <laughs> this is everything. <laughs> but then I remember, like, because I had a spare key for the for, for a flash. Oh no, you key. didn't. I did. Oh mate. And I went in. I love oh. stories like this. In the worst way. She's Carry on. in the bed with this guy. Oh <gasps> no. Oh, mate. Ooh. In the so you got you let you went in you crept in quiet because you yeah, had suspicion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm like and. The pain. I, I, I didn't even know where I was. I thought. I, I thought like I just had a heart attack. So, come, so come on. So you you let yourself in the yeah, front yeah. door, and there was a stairs. So I went up the stairs. I didn't close the door behind me. Wait, I, I bet I you were like it. a fucking cat on those stairs. <laughs> I went upstairs, and I was like, I didn't. I, I couldn't even speak. And she saw just, me. She went, "Oh my god!" And he got out. Did you burst in? Just the Nigerian teacher came out. That is a vagina. I should have done. I freaked the guy out. <laughs> No, did you did then, you do a uh, bursting or did you do a broken sad face? No, I, there's I two was approaches. Just, you I can do the guilty shot. sad face, I, or you can do a violent burst. I was in shock, but I still tried to play that bad boy character. I was like, what, what the fuck? What's going on now? But inside, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. But I was, was just there, trying was to show this macho. Was the fella? I always think it's worse. And if, the if fella the, was like, I'm st- I had no idea. I had no idea. And he was like, bro, I swear down, I had no idea. But then I kind of realized that like, she was playing like, both of us because otherwise he would have been like, oh. 
you know, you could always tell somebody. You, yeah. I always think in these burst, has uh, anyone experienced a burst? It's very rare to meet someone who's, who's done a full. It was like a movie. No, I've never that. The only, the only like other that. person I know that's experienced that is, a, is AJ, who, some, who sometimes comes as a lady auditor. She did a full walk in when she was dating the uh, teacher. It, it, was, it was like a movie, seriously. I've seen it in films, and I was like. Mm. But I've always wondered, is it worse? I'd be interested to get the female versus the male perspective on this. To walk in on someone who is like you, similar class, similar background, or is it worse if they're the opposite of you? Is there a, I always think if I walked in and the guy was like, it was another comedian a bit like me, does what I could do, it's, it's worse. Mm. Whereas if, if she was shagging like a ginger stockbroker from Iceland, I'd be like, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm never going to be able to compete with a uh, ginger Sorrenton. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I'll, I'll be honest, that's the first time I experienced this. So for me, it was just a bloke. So another guy, another penis. I was like, mm. what the hell? And then I remember just like, just walking up. I, I just, because I said to myself, just get out, get out, because mm. you could do something very dangerous here. Because mm. I knew where the kitchen, you know, I can run down to the kitchen and get a knife. And, and that's how yeah. that was going yeah, through my head. The the don't know yeah, and I do. thought, let me just get out. And I got if, out, went in my car. Left. If you had to walk in on someone, if you had to tomorrow, there's two doors. <laughs> and it was Alistair McGowan. And it's, yeah, it's, it's Alistair McGowan. <laughs> Or, or right. it's someone who works for the UN and does aid work and there's nothing like what you do. So someone is going to be banging your missus. It's Alistair McGowan going, I, you know, I see really big things for this relationship. Like doing hilarious voices while your wife laughs. Imagine if he's doing your voice. <laughs> doing your voice? <laughs> So it's Alistair McGowan doing an impression of me. No, no, no. It's someone who does someone like me or it's someone not. See, I, I think women will be like, what difference does it fucking make, guys? What's wrong with you? But for a man, I think it'd be someone it makes a massive difference to my, my rebuild process over the next yeah. two years. I think it'd be worse if it was similar to me. It's worse, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. then I'm like, I'm not good enough. And you found the better version of me instead of the complete opposite. Yeah, is I, what I, I, would I, don't know. I think for me. So you've got two doors showing you can walk in. One yeah, is someone <laughs> does the same job as you, similar looks to you. I want to say, this is a vagina. Someone's some totally diff, different, different walk of I life. think if it. I, I, I think you're no... right. I think it shouldn't make a difference. That, that sort of wouldn't kind of process in it my head. It does to men. Uh, if I'm that honest, wouldn't process it makes in my so head. Much really? But if she was really, really beautiful, much more beautiful than me. Impossible. <laughs> um, I would find that worse, mm. I think. Because I'd be like, he can get someone like her and she's. Well, Fair play to you. That because is, she's that's fucking hot. You know, uh, that's and... an interesting twist on it. So, mm. right, let's let's run I the experiment again. I think the difference if his, his penis is a lot larger as well. Like, yeah. if you see it, you're like, oh, Always God, the case God, with me. God. If it was larger than mine, I'd feel sorry for her because that's, that's going to end in pseudopremium. Like, oh, God, oh. Like, it's a bucket of ice. That's, <laughs> she's the loser if it's bigger than me. I mean, we're I talking. Agree. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, okay, let's replay the experiment. Right, so Prince, are you currently in a relationship? Are you? Are you yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're going to walk. You have to walk in through a door. Play my thought experiment. I know it's painful. You have to walk in through a cheating door. Through one door is a guy really ugly, much uglier than you, and that's who your woman's going to run off with. Through the other door is a really, really good-looking guy, buff as fuck. Then it's a Nigerian teacher who sorted himself out. And, no, no, it's, it's a small school teacher. He's a, no, it's a fit guy. He's a fitness model. I told you this is vagina. Which which door is worse? See, it's so funny you say that because my mm. brain goes to the complete opposite place of Sharon. I would yeah. rather know that I couldn't compete with that yeah. guy. He's a fitness model, therefore no problem at all. Where if it's some... He's probably uh, thick. Yeah. No, because yeah. no, no, I'd be like, if it was just someone similar than, to me, I'd be like, you're a fucking idiot because I'm much better. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But if she was completely out of 
my league and she was really, really gorgeous, then I, I would feel intimidated. I'd prefer by that. that. Luke? Yeah, I think... My prince thinks. I think it would be worse if they were ugly. Really? Yeah, so it'd be better if they were better looking Thank than you. me. Thank you. Leah look on the same page, man. Yeah, I, I, because I, I, I th- yeah, because then I'm just sort of like, well, no, I, think that's, I can't. No, 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 I think it would be worse for me if the guy's like much better looking, yeah. fitter. Really? Yeah, I'd be like, I need to hit the gym, I need to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it make me feel worse about doing myself. Doing sit-ups, cry. <laughs> <laughs> You've been really honest, guys. Just to bring it quickly back to virginity for the last one, when you look back at your 15 to 19-year-old selves, quite a range How do you see the difference between how you developed as a person sexually, blah, blah, blah? Do you even recognise that person you were on that first encounter? Do you have sympathy with that person? Do you laugh? Do you detach yourself from who you I were? Think it made me who I am today, you... definitely. So I don't have any regrets from what I've been through. I think it made me a stronger person and just, I think, a better person as well because when I was cheated on, I was, I just became, like, I didn't trust anyone. I, bec- I had trust issues. Mm. So as soon as I get into a relationship, I used to, like, check her phone and do things like that. Mm, yeah. Like, who is this? Yeah, who is course, this? That's yeah, my mum. Yeah. I don't care. Call, give her a call. Mm, yeah. It's programmed in your phone as mum. Clever. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. So well, how did you get over it? How did you get over oh, it took trust me, It took me a while. It took yeah. me a while. And then, then I, I got married, and then she had trust issues. Oh, right. And then I was like, oh, God. This is what it felt like for those yeah, other girls. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's horrible, horrible mm. feeling. And then when that happened, and I got divorced. And then it took me about another couple of years, you know, just to sort myself out and just become... Um, the, find myself, in a way. I went to India. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just to find myself. And then mm. I met a really special girl who was, who was there. And then she was... She's cool. She's nice. Mm. I think my attitude towards... I suppose this is sort of all tying into one, but sort of attitude towards sex and attitude towards relationships is different now. I got married quite young. Uh, I got married at 29. But I think my advice to people who are a bit younger is don't get so tangled up in relationships. Don't think it's the build and end. I know it's very hard to tell someone that because I think if someone had told me that, I'd have gone, yeah. you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Is she going to suck me real. off or not? <laughs> yeah, Sister! Yeah. <laughs> Please! This is the dynamo. But, but I think I got so sort of like... <laughs> I got so just like every any sign of sexual relationship I have has to be love and everything yeah. has to be so important and then I then after about four years of that I then went had a year of not doing that and sort of rebelled against what I'd done for four years and I sort of feel like my advice to people is just just don't think everything is so important. Mm. I had a good one to finish on, Sharon. You got a son, right? Yeah. How how old is your son? So he's six. So it's not going to be a million miles away before he's 12. And it's quite... We've got a really unusual set-up. So I live with my son and my sister and her daughter. So we both got divorced and all moved in together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it is actually really, really amazing. But sometimes, you know, it's quite a female environment for him. So, like, it's me and my sister, obviously Florence, my niece, and then there's just him. You know, like, and I see the differences. Like, and, you know... Even this morning, we got an echo yesterday, and he loves rock music. So he was up this morning from six o'clock, you know, playing rock music. It's driving me and my sister and Florence mad. You know, we want Taylor Swift. You mm. know, we're like, enough, Carter, we can't have this rock music, you know. See, I've and got I a can... daughter, so I'm so sick of Shake It Off if I hear yeah. it again. <laughs> but we can, I can so see the differences between us being girls, you know, and I'm like, 
when he's, you know, as he sort of gets older, me sitting down having to have those well, chats with him, what... even when he's had problems with his woolly, you know, and I'm like, I haven't got one of those. And I'm like looking at it and going, getting the suit of cream out, yeah. going, <laughs> is it hurting when you're weeing? Or, and I'm mm, like, mm. shit, I don't, you know, his dad's not here. You know, he and does have a dad, but... I always used to think, before I have my daughter, I'm not going to be one of those parents, I'll be like, this is a, this is a vagina, this is a paint. This is a vagina. But it never stops looking like a little baby. Yeah, She's yeah. three, still looks like a little baby. I'm guessing she's still going to look like a little baby when she's 11, yeah. 16, 21, right? Mm. That's the way it rolls. So at what point do you stop yourself repeating the mistakes of history? Mm. Is There is one good technique I heard is that if they're old enough to ask a question, that's your door to go in. You should answer it. That's right. when, that, so when the first time they say, where the babies, they don't give a toddler answer, mm. but in toddler language, give a full answer. Oh, really? That's interesting. So if the question has been asked, how did yeah. the baby get there? Jesus. <laughs> it Mary, it was the magic of the mm. But not six, surely, if he says, where does a baby come from? That's when he's old enough to know the answer. Oh God! Really? I've not been doing it. That's right. a, that's the, that's the school. That there is a school thing. If if a baby asks why is the sky blue, you should try and explain. Well, because blah blah blah, there's gases up there, which makes you but should give the proper right, answer. If I, that would freak him out. If I said we, you know, a penis goes into. So Minna, Minna, my daughter has so, so far said to me about. Where does a baby grow? So it grows inside the tummy and the mm. mum pushes it out of her twinkle at the end. Can you believe that? Mm. Yeah. Does it come out of the tummy? This is where it comes. Yeah. So she knows. Yeah. Right. My daughter's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows the, how the baby exits. Mm. I did not dress that up. But yeah. I did it in fun language. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got this so a little bit about what Luke was saying earlier about the giggling in secondary school. I personally think 11's too late because mm. the hormones start to come in, the embarrassment yeah. comes in. Whereas a six-year-old is quite capable yeah. of understanding that information without the blushes. I think it is blushes. younger now, though, it, the sex education. I think it starts at around nine. But do you think then? next time you get asked a question based on this discussion, yeah, so even these three damaged lads next to you have been <laughs> no, thrown about under bridges? You talk, and... I learn. I mean, mm. actually, it is interesting that I think you're probably right. But how do you? How do I say to him? Just answer the question. Where do babies come from? Oh, it's quite simple. This is how this what makes a baby. There's two ingredients. One man has one. Woman has the other. The ingredients are put together. If they say how, you have to tell him. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, they know about animals and stuff, don't they? Yeah. So mm. it's only one step on from Well, just that. send him to the nuns and get him back when he's 16. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my daughter asked me when she was six, and I, I freaked out. She went, Daddy, where do, you know, where do babies come from? And I freaked out, and I was thinking, thinking. Then she went, I already know. I was like, what? Oh. Mm. She was like, oh, mummy told me. Right, we're out of time. That's the end of Boys Don't Cry this week. Thanks to our friends at ASOS and, of course, my guests, Luke Kempner, Prince Abdig and Sharon Gavin. Don't forget, we're a podcast and a YouTube show, so leave us a review or comment if you like. If you don't like it, how, how the hell have you got this far into it and <laughs> continued listening just to not like something? That says more about you than it does about me, so fuck off. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boys Don't Cry, brought to you by Joe, together with our friends at ASOS.